Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In the Zone with Brandon Kravitz on FM 96.9 The Game. Jim Coventry, NFL analyst for rotowire.com, joining the show now to help break down what we saw last night in Super Bowl 58. Jim, welcome to the show. How'd you enjoy the game last night? Oh my gosh, what a classic. Yeah, it was sloppy. There were some errors, but if you're a fan of football, how do you not come away loving that game? Yeah, I I appreciate the intensity of it. I know a lot of people were looking for back and forth touchdowns. Uh, maybe it was all the anytime touchdown bets people had out there, but I love a game where, as long as it's competitive and teams are playing well, where every possession, every play, every score feels magnified. It almost felt like, uh, and I'm not a big soccer fan, but that's one of the beauties of the World Cup, is every goal means so much. Is that how that game felt to you last night, where it felt like at any moment the game could break open? It was always going to come down to one error, maybe a misplay, maybe a punt hitting a blocker's foot or something like that, or a running onto the field after a punt torn Achilles for Dre Greenlaw. Little plays like this in a competitive game, those are things that swing the balance. But in most games, especially in this postseason, we had so many blowouts, Nothing mattered because one team just dominated the other. So you're right. It's little things. It puts you on the edge of your seat. And, look, maybe some people bet a certain team and it didn't work out their way. But, again, for a football fan, like we said earlier, this is what it's all about. So the 49ers looked like the better team early on in this game. What did you see them do out of the gates in that scripted portion of the first half that worked so well for them? So what they did on the first drive of the game – Kansas City had not yet made defensive adjustments. They ran the ball extremely well. It was only three or four carries for McCaffrey, and that passed to USAC. But they were quickly in field goal range, and then the McCaffrey fumble. The changes happened on the next drive and beyond. Kansas City all of a sudden flipped their script. It's like they wanted to show the 49ers a certain look. And what they began to do, they went to heavy man coverage against the receivers, and then they were using the blitz not only to gum up the running lanes, but also to get quick pressure on Purdy. And as soon as the 49ers struggled to run the ball, Steve Spagnuolo, the defensive coordinator, won because Kyle Shanahan was all of a sudden going to empty sets, passing on early downs, and going away from the running game out of fear of what was happening. It was a complete devastating move by Steve Spagnuolo, but that's how it started for the Niners, and that's how they got out of what they wanted to do. Do you think they should have, even in the face of all of that pressure, do you think they should have stuck to the run game a little bit more and just been bullish in that because they kind of played into the Chiefs' hand, to your point? Over the years, we have seen Kyle Shanahan make in-game adjustments to his rushing attack that really paid dividends. 
I didn't see that here. And this is a more diverse 49ers running game than we had seen. Usually there's mostly outside and inside zone. This year they were running counter plays. They were running traps. They had a lot of different tricks in the arsenal. But for whatever reason, we never saw a counter punch. The next time after that first drive, the 49ers committed to the run was very, very late in the game after they were going to go three and out, had the lucky defensive holding, and then on that last drive where they were almost able to bleed the clock, that's when they started to run McCaffrey, and they were successful again. Now, at that point, the Chiefs' defense was tired, but you're right. They should not have gone away from the rushing attack. They should have varied it up like they've done in the past, and I think it really cost them because they wanted Purdy throwing the ball to the Jawan Jennings of the world and to the Chris Conleys. They wanted them to go there, and it's, they could produce a bit, but obviously not enough to win a football game. I'm talking to Jim Coventry, NFL analyst for rotowire.com. You mentioned how gassed the Chiefs' defense was. If I can offer up any sort of defense for Kyle Shanahan and the overtime decision to take the ball first after they won the coin toss, he's getting ripped for that unmercifully today. The Chiefs' defense didn't look like they had anything left. Do you think that had anything to do with the decision-making? That, hey, let's get them back out onto the field first and take advantage of of how tired they are rather than letting the Chiefs' defense catch their breath. There was certainly a lot of merit to what you say and a reason why you would take the ball first. But I think if if Shanahan's getting ripped, the public is missing the real point of taking the ball first. Under the new overtime rules, if each team scores once, like each scores a field goal or each scores a touchdown, that next possession is sudden death. And so you take the ball first because if you both score the same type of score – you have the ball in that third possession, and the other team can't win the game from you if you score. So I think bashing Shanahan, that is foolishness, because Mm -hmm. that third possession, it didn't mean it in this game, but it could have. And you cannot give up that third possession. That's a really good point. I I honestly hadn't thought about that one yet. I'm just trying to uh, give Kyle Shanahan some... uh, Breathe some life into the guy after uh, getting ripped uh, unmercifully the way that he has, but that's a really good point. What kind of impact do you think the Drake Greenlaw injury had to the 49ers as the game went along? Did you notice an impact of him not being on the field? Because he's one of their best defenders, and to lose someone like that in the middle of the game I would think would be pretty jarring, but it's not the kind of thing that you really think about uh, as the game goes along. Well, it was a massive loss, and I made a note during my game notes when he got injured, that I expected when the halftime adjustments were made. Remember, there's an extremely long halftime with the halftime show, and I felt that there was going to be some specific game planning to attack the area of the field where Greenlaw would play. And we saw a number of plays where Demetrius Flanagan Foles was the mark, where they did get a receiver in his area, knowing you're going from Greenlaw to a player who is a, an NFL player, but he is nowhere in the league of Greenlaw. And so there was positive advantage taken of that. And also in some of the run game, I mean, he, Greenlaw is a big part of their run defense with his speed, and you saw Mahomes have a number of great runs. Well, if you have both Warner and Greenlaw on the field with all that speed, do you really think Mahomes is getting all those big runs? Me, not so much. Do you think Andy Reid gets enough credit? I know that he gets credit, but do you think he gets enough of it uh, being the great coach that he is and having accomplished all that he has? You date back to his time at Philadelphia or as an assistant with the Green Bay Packers. Do we talk about how great he is enough? Well, it's interesting, Brandon, because we look at Bill Belichick. 
and Brady leaves Belichick. And then all of a sudden, when Brady wins a championship with the Buccaneers, people are wondering, oh, was it Brady or was it Belichick? Well, Andy Reid has had plenty of great rosters in Philadelphia, and he didn't win with them. All of a sudden, he magically has Patrick Mahomes, and oh, guess what? He's winning Super Bowls. So I don't know how to answer that question, because is it Patrick Mahomes winning the Super Bowl and with New England? Was it the Belichick way, the Patriot way, or was it really the Brady way all along? And I'm beginning to think it's a quarterback-driven league, and Reid is a great coach in a lot of ways. And I think my opinion is he spotted Travis Kelsey because Kelsey was dinged up. I think he spotted him in the postseason and then got a full-strength Kelsey. And I think that was a coaching genius move. But Reed makes a lot of mistakes, bad clock management. So I'm going to say he's an excellent coach, but I think he gets the proper amount of credit because ultimately Mahomes is winning the Super Bowls. Jim Coventry, you are truly one of the best in the industry at what you do, NFL analyst for rotowire.com, and you're going to be on the SiriusXM show tonight as well on Fantasy Sports Radio. Is that right? Oh, my goodness. Monday night, Tuesday night, Thursday night, oh and then God. Saturday and Sunday, and then I hibernate. I will be gone <laughs> until July on the radio waves. Good for you. Thanks so much, Jim. I uh, had a pleasure catching up with you throughout the season on your YouTube show, and um glad that we could bring you on to, to help wrap up the Super Bowl. Yeah, I love your work, Brandon. Keep it up. Coming up next, we've got our first four things. We'll dip into more storylines like a certain player that caught a big pass that blacked out, streakers that took the field. There's so many more angles to Super Bowl 58. We're going to get to all of them as the show progresses right here on In the Zone. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 